I actually did the math. Like, how long would it take for me to cover every character in Smash Ultimate? Oh, it'd be it'd take about thirty five years. Yeah, you no know? problem. <laughs> Plenty of time. Plenty of time for that. <laughs> I'm gonna be I'm gonna be sixty years old. Like, eh, Derek Pitt has a bitter side bean. <laughs> If you sound like that at 60, there's a lot of other problems, I think. I'm stressed out from all the editing. <laughs> Today we're covering Dr. Mario. I know I told so you patient, guys, guys I'd get back to it. 35 <laughs> years later, we're on YouTube 6.0. <laughs> uh, no, there's no way it's still YouTube by then. <laughs> Google Tube. There we go. That's more like it. Amazon Tube, actually, probably. Let's be real. And a Zoogle. And a Zoogle Disney. Amazon. We can't do this. Amazon Noogle. There we go. That's the one. I need you to say that one one more time. Amazon Noogle. Wait, it's Googizzleon. There we go. Googizzleon is my new favorite Gen 8 Pokemon. So I'd appreciate it if you didn't make fun of them. You could be anywhere in the world right now, but you are here with us. Welcome to Ledgeside Chats. This is a little show where I get to talk to members of the Indiana and Midwest Smash and fighting game communities. Uh, and get down to, you know, just get to, to learn more about what makes the scene work. Uh, today I am joined by, you know, I was trying to figure out exactly what to call you, but really you are a man of many hats. I'm joined by Pushblocks Wood today. How's it going? I'm just fine, thank you. I, which is kind of just what I'm gonna jump into uh, initially, is that like, you know. You are a, I, I would say, you are a content creator, you are a competitor, uh, you are a commentator, uh, you, it seems like you, you, like, you put on a lot of hats uh, in the scene, it feels like. Um, I do it all, baby. <laughs> is there, is there any one of those things that, like, you kind of prefer to go by, or, or maybe that you, like, favor over the other things that you do let's say hypothetically i'm interviewing wood uh what, what would you I, like what would you uh you know what what do you is there one of those that you sort of identify with or like would want to identify with more than the others ask them i mean to me they're all combined you know they're all just smash it's all one hobby whether i compete whether i commentate whether i make videos about it it was all just for fun for the game it wasn't like um, I chose one path in particular. Um, suppose uh, qualitative wise, I don't know. I've been competing longest because I can. I was a competitor way before I did any of this. Um, I commentated, but I haven't really been a commentator in uh, except for very recently. And uh, it was more just a for fun thing. But now I'm starting to get hired. Um, and the content thing, that was actually, <laughs> I started that last year. Um, oh, yeah, I guess almost two years ago. Be uh, and I made, because I was always making guides for people because I, I hate when people are wrong. <laughs> sure. 
<laughs> hey, that's um, good motivation to get into something, to be fair. Look, I'm a, I'm a real nitpicker, all right? So um, I'm, I'm definitely like the actual ink guy. So um, I actually started the uh, Pushblock Gaming YouTube like content side of things um, because I wanted to m- make some of my written guides into videos and also because I was tired of commentators getting stuff wrong. <laughs> so I would be like, here, watch this. So almost that out information of like- out there. Almost out of like necessity, you decided like, well, here, maybe what can I do to help, right? Yeah, I'm t- I was tired of people like not knowing things about the game when the information is right there. Like all you have to do is, you know, read a little little data page or whatever. But I figured I'd make it in, into an easily digestible format, um, you know, And just like whenever somebody has a question, like my goal was whenever somebody has a question, I want my videos to be the the thing that they get linked to. That's what it was. So, um, well, okay, let's let's start. You said that you made a lot of written guides first. Um, They're all still on SSB World if you you want to uh, read them. uh, Now, like how did you kind of get into that? Was that just like was that sort of a necessity thing too or were like people asking you or for people to be able to write those guides oh i've always been uh interested in the number side of the game you know um like uh i remember i was playing when i played call of duty when i played battlefield when i played world of tanks i would always look up the data for everything just to make sure i was getting everything just right and uh and like see the game as just numbers and um so just for fun, like I would go in and make little tier lists of like how strong is this character's move actually, like with perfect DI and everything, and uh, and I would make I would have like Excel spreadsheets up while I was working doing that too. Um, like when I was working in my internship, I would have a spreadsheet full of Smash characters open too, and uh, I, like when you do that just for fun because you're a nerd, um, you just start learning about everything about the characters and stuff. And whenever like I saw something in the game that I didn't know what happened, I'd be like, Whoa, what was that? I would, uh, I would ask around like what, what happened here? What happened here? So eventually I just started, this is smash four, by the way, I just started like learning a lot about the game and, uh, decided to just, you know, write down what I found and make little comprehensive guides. Like, cause people were like, Oh, uh, game watches up smash has armor. Well, actually no, it's a partial invincibility on his head and <laughs> all that, you know? So I, uh, decided to, cause there are nuances and stuff like that. And I figured I would help people out and write them down like that. Uh, so did you start competing in smash four? Yes. Uh, early 2015, I got it for a Christmas present and, uh, I was like, man, I want to get into like a competitive fighting game scene and smash four just came out. The meta was young and impressionable and naive. And I was like, Ooh, I can slide right into that meta's DMS and, uh, on, on the ground floor with everybody else. And, uh, it didn't exactly happen that way because the brawl heads were still running the show at that point. But eventually took me a while, a lot of heartache, but eventually I, I, I got good as it were, or decent enough, I should say. Now was was that like um was was part of what was so appealing about getting in on the ground floor of a game like tie back into that sort of like 
want and need to like see everything as the numbers like was there was there a part of of smash 4 being like a new game that was like something that needed to like something that further needed to be analyzed suppose you could see you could say that i didn't really get into the analysis until about 2016 um early 2017 but like nobody knew anything about the game at that point you know people thought rage affected damage and and that you know uh it didn't have a cap or uh people thought you know uh people had armor where they didn't and it was just it was it was wild west people didn't know anything about the game and those who did kept it secret to their character and their character cord. They didn't want to spread the information around. Cause I didn't, I, I looked at Melee and I was like, that's really cool, but I'll never, <laughs> you know, right. I just well, wanted a, I wanted an easy transition where everybody was getting the learning curve. Bef- you know, before the, before the documentary came out and really encouraged a lot of people to jump in, uh, I would say that there is something impenetrable about like seeing someone playing melee and, and trying to be like, ah, where do I jump in? So I get well, that like, yeah, like that, that is something that like having even, and you know, like uh, smash four was four years. Is that right? Or is that late 2014? So five years well four years because then ultimate came out but um yeah and and like that's a long time too like near the end of that but but like there's just once you hit like 10 years of a meta game like it seems the meta i wouldn't say the meta's figured out but the characters are figured out you know what i mean right um you know if you want to be good and if you want to even do anything in melee and not just be some sort of gimmick you have to play one of five characters. And I never liked that. When I played Call of Duty, I would purposefully play bad guns just so I could see what I could do with them. Um, same with World of Tanks. I would pick I picked the Japanese line as my first line, which if you've ever played that game, you know it's it's rough. Um, like I never liked using what everybody else used. And that's why in uh, Smash 4, I, I picked uh, Game & Watch. Um, well, as well as like, I think Game Watch is actually the coolest idea for a character. Like, you turned an LCD game into a character, and I was like, "Wow, that's awesome!" Um, I even collect them now because I thought it was so cool. Um, but because the meta was so undeveloped, like there was a chance that I could be on the bleeding edge of it, you know, and I could like be the one pushing new things and finding new things. Whereas in Melee, I'd just be playing catch up for the next five years. You weren't into like smash analysis until about a year into sort of playing smash competitively um yeah because i wanted to get better and that's that's how i usually get better that that, and uh asking around for help that was going to be my next question was like was like some of this sounds like you know we talked about earlier like maybe some of it is out of necessity because like people just don't know this stuff but also it sounds like that's kind of what shapes your gameplay in these kinds of games is like being able to see that data it's funny for such a data-minded person, but I never actually lab anything, you know, combos and stuff like that. I never actually go into training mode and do that stuff. I just play, try stuff. If it works, I'm like, all right, write that down for later. I can do that at this percent. Or if it doesn't, I'm like, all right, touch the hot stove. Don't do that again. Um, and like I said, whenever I got hit with something I didn't know what happened, I would ask, what was that? What? Why did that happen? 
And then, because uh, there's nothing lamer than dying to something you didn't know what happened, or losing for some reason you didn't uh, you didn't really understand. So I just uh, it's like whenever I hear a new word, I have to look it up because I don't like not knowing. <laughs> right. Well, and there's a lot of room for that in a game with forty six characters too. Of like I think even it was like fifty six or something I, at the end of it. Yeah. Well, and like ultimate certainly is up there as well <laughs> it's, like, it's over 80 now it's over yeah there's so many like there are a lot of opportunities where you can lose to something i still like, forget that toon link is, is in the game like i played a <laughs> toon link i played a really good toon link last night and i was like whoa not only does this character in the game but he's moving so <laughs> i'm still learning things about ultimate i feel like specifically toon link because they added young link too who i think people thought was better early on and so Toon Link is one of those tax shelter characters along with Corrin, you know, like they're just in there just to meet a quota. Doing their best. <laughs> um, they're red shirts, basically. Right. They're uh, yeah. they're on the they're on the sideline the whole the whole the whole season. Somebody so, pulls a hamstring. <laughs> Coach put me in. Young Young Link's hurt. I need to be out there. Come on. A young Link pulls uh Torres ACL. Get in there, Toon Link. <laughs> just remember what we taught you <laughs> so you said that like like you don't necessarily consider yourself a, a, a a or a b or a c you just consider it all smash like how, how do like competing and making content and like commentating all like play into each other as one i guess for you I, personally yeah. like how does they're that all very, come together they're very symbiotic actually um so i started as a competitor and then like because i started i learned from absol who thank thank goodness if you've seen you my channel there's two videos about neutral most of that is basically especially the second one is basically what he taught me um and you don't play you know smash 4 game and watch versus pre-pat chic and not develop a neutral but um like once i like got good and i was power ranked and all that i wanted to like i started coaching people because i love seeing like new players come in and they're all bright eyed and bushy tailed. And I'm like, let me help them get better. Cause I love seeing them improve. So I started coaching people. You can see a couple of videos about, I have like coaching sessions on there. I still coach sometimes on my live streams. Um, and at like analysis, the, first of all, the character knowledge from like the data analysis that I did that helped mixing with, um, my player analysis, like me as a player, worked really well for commentary uh, because, you know, the whole reason I started the channel is because commentators didn't know what they were talking about as far as uh, lower end characters. So I, I never felt like I was, I always felt like I could bring some knowledge to the table. And then um, basically a commentary session could be like a coaching session um, because you're still analyzing what the players are doing and what they what they did well and what they didn't do well. So that all works really well together. And then, you know, just translate that into videos and you're good. Uh, so let's, tr let's translate that into videos now, actually. Um, so, so you are, what is your, is, is your role at push block, like content related, I guess, like, do you have like a role at push block? I basically do like 99% of the YouTube stuff. Sure. Okay. Um, so, when uh, I, I would say the YouTube channel had a bit of a popularity boost 
sort of in the yeah. in, in the time leading up to Ultimate, um, where you were really digging in and doing uh, like trailer pre-release like analysis and, and stuff like that. That was fun. Um, can can you sort of? I, I'm curious about like the anatomy of of a trailer analysis. Like what when you were like making those videos, like what kind of stuff were you looking for? Like what was going into like, like what, what were you looking for when you were putting those together? Like what went into those videos? Okay. Well, I only did characters that were in the demo. Um, and it was basically in the same reason that I made early videos to help commentators out. It, the lead up to smash ultimate was so awful if, in terms of like misinformation. Cause somebody would be like, Oh, I saw this guy. Uh, I could do like up throw into, into up air and it would kill it like 95 dude. He's going to be so busted. There was all of that going around. And, and you know, Oh, this is buff. This is nerf because people don't even, you know, there were people that I'm not going to name names, but there are YouTube channels out there that would just take the smash wiki page which was also full of misinformation and literally just read it verbatim. And that was their character analysis. And I was like, no, I want to see actual data behind this. So I went into the VODs and it started with Ridley. I went into the VODs and went frame by frame of like, um, you couldn't really use the trailers for this because they would always do cuts and stuff like that. And you don't know if people were buffering anything. So he had to go in frame by frame under grainy footage of uh, people filming TV screens at E3 and stuff like that and tournaments that you uh, Nintendo would have every month or so. And I would just click on the arrow buttons on my keyboard. <laughs> like, what's the FAF? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 10. And then it would be like... All right, FAF 36. Uh, what was it in Smash 4? 39? All right, that's a three-frame buff. Let's write that down. <laughs> and uh, I would just go in and catalog. Uh, for characters that were in Smash 4 or, or Smash games before, I would just catalog. All right, um, I would just do comparisons. But for Ridley, K. Rule, um, the Pokemon trainer, I, I did as their own thing because Brawl is so far away. I was like, oh, this is... This is I, do, I covered every move, and I was like, ah, this changed this. Uh, looks like it's stronger here. It does more damage here. This means it's going to be better here. Um, and a lot of them are actually pretty accurate. <laughs> um, I got a couple things wrong in the Bowser video um, because we didn't know about things like the short hop multiplier and um, stuff right. like that, so I thought there were sour spots where there weren't any, but that all got fixed later. But, like... You know, you would see people, you know, watching a 1v1 match and be like, oh, my God, it does more damage. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it's just because it's 1v1. That's why it does more damage. You got to you gotta compensate for all that, which is why if you watch my old analysis videos, you see all that math at the bottom, basically reverse engineering to see if there actually is a buff. Um, so that was actually a lot of fun. And... Uh, I could I could crank out those videos, you know, once a week. Um, maybe. I remember Tearsu commented on one of mine. He was like, do pit next. And I was like, oh, I've got this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I cranked out the pit video in like four and a half days for my boy Tearsu. Um, and, you know, that was that was the mindset behind it. I would go in. I would write I would, on a I would handwrite everything, by the way. I would handwrite on a notepad all the moves. Then I would go in. 
And luckily I started timestamping them like, all right, at this VOD at this time, he does this move. So I know where to go. <laughs> um, you know, and I would write down every, all the different buffs and nerfs. And then I would write little blurbs on the script about what that, what those nerfs would mean. Like, oh, Zelda's forward throw got nerfed by 2%. It's probably not going to do much, but here it is. <laughs> so as someone who, you know, so you were like, as someone who was like really in it on, on this stuff, um, do, do you feel like this, like the day, like, it's hard to ask, like, do you feel like this was, this stuff was effective like four people going into ultimate besides the fact that, you know, like it got was. a lot of it. Right. Right. I, so I can like, confirm it. It was very helpful for a lot of people. I had top players in my DMS asking me about, um, you know, what, what was changed about this character? What can you tell me about this character? I became like this guru of smash knowledge <laughs> that people would come to. I remember, um, I contacted, uh, zero used to contact me for information on, uh, I, like his Young Link, his pre-release Young Link video where he's like, oh, is Young Link the best character? I, I scraped together Mr. all the Game frame data I could for him real quick. Um, he actually, a shout out to Zero, man. He streamed my videos in a marathon once. And I got like 2,000 subs from that. <laughs> um, so thank you, Zero. I know people hate on you, but you don't deserve all of it. Um, and it was helpful because... I had people like someone would post some some misinformation and then someone else would be like no actually this was debunked in this video and then they would they would like quote me but like that was started becoming a double-edged sword because i still made a couple mistakes um and people would take my word as law at that point and it was like oh shoot i i messed up guys hang on uh i remember i i did this like knockback uh because people were worried about balloon knockback and all that and hit stun being too low so i like just took a random thing like oh marth's tipper dash tech did this much hit stun but in smash 4 does this much hit stun and i didn't there was there was a lot more nuance to the mechanic than that but i never really did that so people thought oh my god it has half the hit stun this game's gonna be trash and then they took it and ran with it and i was like no 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 i messed up so it took a while to put that fire out but um that's like you know i i did everything as as accurate as i could um i wouldn't even comment on moves that i i couldn't get good footage of um i remember samus upthrow being really a, a pain because there was only one recorded incident of someone doing samus upthrow in ever before pre-release and it was like probably in any this, game like, honestly this yeah and it was like this this 144p gif thing that someone had on twitter and i was like this has got to do <laughs> <laughs> so you took that and, and and once the game actually came out you started doing these character reviews which are uh, you know a, a very similar idea um you yeah, mentioned it, sorry go ahead it was just the only way i could really update it because everyone was like are you going to keep doing these and i was like who really cares what was changed between ultimate and smash 4 you know, when the when no one's playing Smash Four anymore, like this isn't the hype is over. We we know what characters are now. You know, um, the data. Well, back when I first started, the data wasn't everywhere. I actually had to get the frame data myself, um, like in training mode for the Game and Watch one. But now there's hitboxes everywhere. There's there's data everywhere. You can look on UltimateFrameData.com. All of that's there, but not a lot of people. You know 
know about it, I guess. And I thought I would take, you know, similar to my early days, I would take all that data, put it in a nice digestible form, uh, give a nice objective, <laughs> objective opinion on it. Sure. Um, just based on what I know about, you know, what's good frame data, what's not, you can see that I have that all color coded in there for helpfulness. And, you know, um, those like new analysis videos, that's why I sort of started calling them reviews because they're not really in-depth analysis anymore. I mean, I guess they are, but um, I was actually inspired by a YouTube channel called Critical Chris who would do these, or like um, Xbox Ahoy, if you remember him, they would do these uh, gun reviews for, you know, Call of Duty and Battlefield. So I wanted to do that for Smash, for characters, and be like, all right, where do they stack up? Remember like the uh, Prima strategy guide for Brawl? <laughs> they would yes. have like the ratings and stuff and like Meta Knight oh, was like a boy. four or something. Yeah. I want to do that, but good. Right. <laughs> right. You you mentioned that like part of why you sort of got into the content creation stuff is because uh you are frustrated when like people just don't know things about the lower end characters has that has that informed your decision on like what characters you are want to do reviews for or like which character you want to do next like how what's well, the process about deciding like which characters you want to analyze there's a lot of different factors i started doing nominee lists because first i just let everybody vote for whoever they wanted and um that that basically got me to Incineroar, and I, after that, I was like, "All right, no, I'm I'm doing a nominee list," <laughs> um, because I, like for, there's a couple characters I'm just not gonna do. Uh, Luigi, I have nothing to say. It I, I would I would waste 20 minutes going over moves that no one cares about because it does nothing to do with down throw, uh, death. Sure. And, and and Tornado, like there's just nothing like, oh, Luigi's up there is good. It's really good for comboing out of down throw. And it's like, th that would be the whole movie. Uh, people be the whole already video. know about the important parts of Luigi's kit. It's a gimmick. There's nothing left to say. Sure. Um, same with Palutena. Like I would spend, ha I would waste six minutes talking about her tilts and be like, just use back air instead. Like this is back air, use it. This is neutral air, use it. This is up air, use it to kill. It, like every every Palutena plays the same and there's just nothing I can add to it there is a lot there uh as far as like people not knowing um in, uh, influencing who I pick that was definitely the influence behind Heroes video I got so tired of people asking for bands for a character they didn't even know what th it did they, they couldn't tell me the difference between oomph and psycho but they want them banned and I was like all right let me just get rid of all the controversy behind them you know, let's look at him as a character, like everybody else. Let's give him his day in court and go through his frame data and show everybody what actually happens behind this character instead of just being like, oh, this is busted. I had people saying Magic Burst. It was as good as the Final Smash. And I was like, oh, my God, that is one of his worst moves. <laughs> you have a 1 MP Magic Burst. It does 10% and doesn't kill in, in sudden death. The The thing is, like, people get a feeling right like i feel yeah. like that's good i feel like that hits really hard i feel like i hate this uh yeah. like yeah magic burst hits really hard when you're at 100 mp it's also frame 20 million uh can be knocked out by a freaking lloyd rocket uh and uses all your mp and it's like it, it, people need to like 
like like I said in the video, he looks good in a Twitter clip, but like if you played him for like two days, you'd be like, man, this character's this character trashed. It's I don't know. It's just um, that was the only one where I was like, I need to I need this to be made so people confused and and abhorrent about this character. Like, oh, I was put, I was snoozed. Oh, this is RNG, a Venom. That um, at, <laughs> I say, get rid of him. Um, but as far as how it usually goes, uh, I have I picked the nominees based on like who I personally want to do a video on who I feel like I can say stuff about and mixed in a little bit, like who do people actually want to see done? Um, it's like, I know I have the voting on, but like, as far as the nominees, I got to make sure, like, I don't think a dark pit video would do very well. Um, I had this sim similar situation with Rob. Um, a lot of people picked Rob on the nominee list, but when I put it out, not a lot of people saw it. And I think it's because he doesn't have a lot of crossover value. You know, Rob hasn't been in, a thing since 1985. Um, you know, he made a couple cameos in a Mario Kart and WarioWare or whatever, but like nobody really knows about him uh, besides being a Smash character or Brawl or whatever. Sure. Um, that's why the Bowser and Incineroar videos did so well is because they have that crossover appeal. Mario games are big. Everyone loves Bowser. And Incineroar has the Pokemon appeal, which I learned when I did Pokemon Trainer is big. Yeah. Look, people Me. love that game. Mine's my version of Pokemon Sword is docked in silent right now because I'm doing an interview. But as soon as I'm done with this interview, I'm playing it again, so I get it. Right, and man, I had so many angry soccer moms in the comments of that video, being like, "You have bad words in your video. My son watched this. <laughs> you need to curse less." Oh, sorry, Karen. My bad. I don't know. Um, I've been, my, I have been trying to cut down on that. This YouTube. Yeah, I mean that's fair. You know, I had some rap music in there, and that's some that's just inappropriate, oh, and boy. some Boondocks quotes. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was you know I was young and naive. I didn't know any better. Um, but yes, that's like the nominations, and you know I, I listen to my patrons and the people in the Discord. Like, who do you want to see? Um. By the way, VIP. That's five dollar patron. Your vote counts more. Uh, it helps me lean. It helps me lean a little bit more towards one side or the other. For instance, Hero didn't win uh, the last nomination one. Doctor Mario did, but I've have already I had already been playing Hero for like two months at that point and knew pretty much everything I needed to know about him. I was basically co-manning him at that point, and I was one of the few people who actually played him in tournament. Sure. Um, nobody else had VODs. There was like six VODs of Hero in tournament. So I was like, Ugh. I, I went Thanos and I was like, fine, I'll do it myself. <laughs> um, so I, that's why. And plus, I just feel like it needed to be done. You know, nobody was asking for Dr. Mario to be banned. So, uh, right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that seems like a, you know, as somebody who is not doing this, like, it seems like a hard line it seems like the line between like people know what this character does and is this character relevant enough that people want to see it it seems like a really thin line like a really difficult line small uh, it's a small venn diagram section right yeah so like i feel like dr mario is an interesting example because like am i fascinated when a dr mario is playing on screen absolutely like do i think that's information i need to know not necessarily so like and Dr. Mario hasn't really been a thing 
like hasn't really been real. I mean, he's always been in the background, but like he's not Mario big, you know. And I and I felt wrong. Like first of all, I tried playing because I play every character that I do. Obviously, um, Rob was so much fun. Um, and I tried playing Doctor Mario, and I was like, oh, bro, I don't, I don't know about this one. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> um, I'll come back to him. I promise, guys. I'll come back to Doctor Mario, but I want to do Mario first. I feel like it's only appropriate. Right, and that's maybe even a little more relevant, if only because there are a handful of people who do do well with Mario and it was just an icon that too. Yeah. Well, and and also like, I don't know how Mario works, but he's like the Ryu. He's the vanilla dude. He's, he's, he's the poster boy for the game, the him and Kirby. Um, and arguably pit are like the beginner characters, you know, everything makes sense. Up air sense up back. Well, we won't talk about down air. Sure. You know, he's got he's got a basic projectile. He's got a reflector. He's got a wind box. He's got a regular old upbeat. You know, everything is just everything is make it just makes sense with him. And uh, and he is really cool and he is really good. So, you know, he was on the nomination list, but I'm going to tell you right now, I have the tallies, actually, the tally notebook, because I actually hand write all these like and tally them up. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, He didn't win. <laughs> oh, OK. <laughs> no, he didn't win. Uh, he tied for third with the Belmonts. Um, if you watched, if anybody watched my le- last live stream, they know who won, and it was a landslide. <laughs> um, should I spoil it? I don't know. Let me let me put it this way: I've already covered him before pre-release. Okay, so there you go. Um, do you do these monthly? God, I wish. Give or take, I don't know. Oh, yeah, God, it, it takes a while. It takes a bit. It, it, it averages about a month and a half to two months. Okay, so there's not necessarily like a, a content schedule. It's just kind of like, okay, here's no. who I'm getting to work on next. Well, I'm not, you know, I'm not saying that negatively. Like, I'm just asking. As curious. much as Screenwave would like me to get on a regular schedule, I just cannot. Uh, I did try once um, back in the pre-release days. You know, when I was putting out, I was it was during like the later ends when I was doing the Samus video and the K Rule video stuff like that. Right. And I was doing a video every two to three weeks um, with law school, and I actually got physically sick, um, and I had to stop after that. Um, like I was running on three hours of sleep every day, and like I would actually feel nauseous, and I lost my appetite. It was rough. I was like, man, I can't. This is not sustainable. Um, and that was back when my videos were getting like I don't know two hundred thousand views, you know, every time. And I was like, oh, keep it going. But I couldn't. I do everything myself. As much as Jeff wants to help me, um, I refused uh, any help. So um, those videos were a lot easier to make uh, than the reviews, though, because there's a lot more analysis that goes into the reviews. Because I have to be like, all right, what is this good for? I have to watch a bunch of VODs and see what people do. Basically, have to learn a character because <laughs> like every character i've covered every character i've done a review on i can play in tournament now sure yeah that makes <laughs> back, sense. easier it, back then when i just had to catalog differences <laughs> yeah and, well and it's good to like it's it's it sounds healthier this way so it's good to like it know is, yeah it's a lot more fun and like the game watch review took a while because i had to wait for the meta to develop so that took four months and it was a long video the hero one i got done in half the time but there was a lot. Of, I think I'm getting better at like streamlining the process since I've done so many of these. Um, 
so I have it down to like a science at this point, but that science still takes two months for a 40 minute video. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, like there's no, there's not a lot of streamlining once you have to like edit everything together and the editing only took me a couple days, but I worked like 12 hours a day on it, on the editing part. Sure. I, that was my whole Thanksgiving week was me editing in my kitchen, uh, the hero video. Because uh, I have everything that editing is actually, it's tedious, but it's it's easy because I have everything time stamped uh, of what VOD I have. I, co I code every VOD. Every replay is replay is video one, two, three, four, five, six. Every VOD on tournament is video A, B, C, D, E, etc. And then I have a big spreadsheet where I go and I watch everything and I timestamp like, okay, video E at uh, 3.26, uh, hero misses a forward air, it gets punished because it's laggy. Like I have, uh, I, I have, I had over a thousand timestamps for uh, the hero video that I could choose from. And then when I just go through and I go through my script and I mark where all the edits go, I'd be like, all right, what clips goes here? All right, I'm talking about forward air. Um, Let's see. Oh, I'm talking about how laggy forward air is. All right, let me type in uh, on my spreadsheet, uh, control F, forward air. Oh, here we go. Or I like sort, I sort every timestamp by what move is used. And like, oh, here, here, right here, I'm uh, I see where forward air is laggy. So then I write that on the script. And then I just, when I'm editing, I go through the script. All right, on this clip, I need to use this VOD at this time. There it is. And move on. Um, so if anybody out there is editing, or doing content, timestamp your stuff. You don't want to be like me in the in the early days when I was looking around a thirty minute video trying to find the one instance of a move being used. It's wasted time. I, I've learned that in in audio very quickly too. Like right now, I am taking physical notes of any time <laughs> I bump the microphone or move around. So, <laughs> I, that's very important to have everything. It really it saves you so much time in the uh, uh, in post. Right. Um, I think I could crank, but honestly, for a simple character like Mario or or something like that, or Bowser, I could probably crank a video out in a month. That's not too bad. Law school is getting easier too. <laughs> that that's good. That's good to know. <laughs> uh, I'm starting to I'm starting to figure out what I can get away with. So, when when you guys are sort of, what is the process for like deciding? If at all, because you, you have alluded up front that you've alluded up front that maybe this is not a very lengthy question, which is fine. Um, but like, but like, is there any sort of method to like figuring out what kind of stuff you y'all want on the actual push block channel? Like, like, do you guys have like, I like, you know, a lot of this is analysis content, um, which seems to be, you know, the bulk of it. Um, but you know, there's some other stuff up here too. Like there are, I've seen pushback live streams. Uh, there's some, there's a playlist here called shit posts. Uh, like, <laughs> is there any kind of, you know, is there any kind of method that, that you and, and, and Jeff or, or, or any group of y'all sort of go through where you're like, well, do you want to try this thing? Like, do we want to try to do interviews? Like, you know, stuff like that. Is there any sort of method to that madness or is it just kind of like, well, we'll give this a try and if it's working or if we can keep doing it, then we will. <clears throat> well, most of the trial and error has been done a few years ago when we were first starting. Um, and since we blew up so hard with the analysis videos, it's like, all right, that's, that's what our audience is. That's what people want. 
um, and we're going to give it to them. At least that's my experience. Because uh, honestly, we all work independently. We rarely work together on something. I just don't like working with other people because I don't trust them to do what exactly what I want to do. Like I want, I have a certain vision for it all, at all, you know, and I want, I want the cut to happen here. And, you know, I, I don't like sending that off, not knowing when it's going to come back like, um, and Jeff has his own thing. Sai is more of a commentator than a, than a content creator, but he did post the latest uh, meme, <laughs> um, the latest video actually, which is, is a that meme. Save Larry. Yeah, he he was like, "Hey, y'all, mind if I uh, upload a shit post real quick?" And I'm like, "Go for it, bro." <laughs> um, and the 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 shit posts they came about um, because days or whatever. Um, I wanted to, you know, creativity a little bit. And uh, have a little bit of fun in between the videos, and I, you know, I open every video with a with an intro, um, and I have you know joke jokes sprinkled throughout there, and um, that's what most of the shit posts are. In those pre-release days, they were a good way to sort of hint at who was getting covered next, as well as um, fill the gap between uploads. Especially now, the shit posts are really helpful. Uh, to make quick little things like you see a lot of the times I'll have my, like either memes or uh, what if this character had a melee ending? Yeah, you know, I put those at the end of every uh, every character review just to sort of cap it off, you know, in a nice little tight package. Um, but they're a good way to I upload them, you know, before the reviews out uh, as a good way to one check for copyright two you know, satiate, you know, people in between the uploads, you know, let people know, hey, I'm still alive, still working on this. I know, you know, three months is a long time to wait for a video, especially for YouTube that wants you uploading every every week at least. Right. Um, so it, they're just a good way for me to keep, keep things light. Um, but as far as like what we pick, most of that has evolved from that. You know, the Ridley video took off and um it's like all right people want to uh, follow, uh, they subscribe obviously for this um not not saying we can't you know branch off in fact uh you see one of my highest rated videos is the top 10 list um which by the way um i'm working on a new top 10 that's is that exclusive uh, because, did you get exclusive uh sh you did just get exclusive I'm um exclusive. because <laughs> because uh hero kind of ended season two I should say, you know, okay, yeah. uh, of the character reviews thing. You got a five, five episode season. We're just like Netflix, you know, cause I figured that was a good way to cap it off. It's the end of the year. It was a big ass video. Um, and I want to come back, you know, with new graphics and stuff like that. Um, and like a new format, a slightly different format. I'm like, all right, let me branch out again. Let me make another top 10 list. Um, and I feel like people would like that cause it's still going to be smash related spoilers. Um, <laughs> And, you know, it's got a lot of appeal to people outside of my little niche that I've carved out for myself. And it still has some analysis in it, but, you know, we'll see. Um, it's in the preliminaries right now. I'm still doing research, damn it. has been keeping himself busy with his job, but also he has this, this workshop and he's such a mechanical mastermind. And I was like, all right, if you're good at this, how do we, how do we turn this into content? So he was like, hey, what if I make... A controller that <laughs> cools your hands yeah right and i was like <laughs> and i was like that sounds awesome little i didn't know that it was <laughs> so powerful that he turned it into a challenge to see how long you could play on it <laughs> freezing your hands off um <clears throat> when like when deus played for 10 minutes on it 
his hands were red and condensating. Right. Yeah. It was it was ridiculous, and I was like, "That's really fun," because uh, he, he you know he follows all these tech things, all these tech uh channels, and I was like, "That's a fun way for us to branch out," you know, get some make some GameCube controller stuff. And I believe the next thing he's gonna do, I don't know if he wants me to tell this or not, but he's gonna hook up some servos to a GameCube controller and make Rumble so powerful that it's gonna make it hard to hold on to the controller. <laughs> No way. And he's going to call it the Rumble Rodeo. <laughs> oh, that's that's his niche. It takes him a lot longer to uh, make it because he's such a perfectionist. I keep telling him, dude, just put out the video. All right? Um, you're not going to get any better if you don't put the content out there. And he'll sit there and like redo the whole thing because it's not good enough. I'm like, dude, no one's expecting the best video in the world. All right? Don't look at my early videos. I think most of them are deleted. But they're not anywhere near where they where they are now, and I, I think every YouTuber content creator will tell you, you know, you, everyone starts out a little cringy, <laughs> right? So yeah, that's his thing. Sai so made a, a montage of Snake. He made a Snake guy. That's his thing. But he's more of a commentator, um, and doesn't make a lot of videos. He's more of a personality, yeah. Yeah, and personality where I don't. I feel like my. Like I've been told that my content on my uh, on my comments, like Jeff is way more of a memer than I am. Um, I my jokes then, are more like than really they're more just is. like haha. I mean, yeah, that's true. Like he he goes way beyond where I would. You know, he, we have talks about demonetization, what's allowed and what's not constantly. He's like, should right. I delete this? And I'm like, yeah, you probably should, Jeff. I don't <laughs> think that's gonna make it past the screening. Um, but like, I've been told my content is cold. And uh, I'm going to try to work on that, especially on this new top 10 list, because the origin the re reason I made the original top 10 list is because I wanted to flex my comedy muscles a little bit, have a little bit of fun. Um, so I'm going to be trying to do that with the next top 10 list. And uh, I don't want to like turn the analysis thing into a joke, because I feel like a lot of people go to it for objectivity, professionalism, stuff like that. But, that, you know, there might be a few more jokes sprinkled in there. Maybe I'll work on my delivery a little bit. So stay tuned for that whenever season three starts, you know, whenever. Wood, thank you for spending some time with me this afternoon. I really appreciate it. No problem. Um, is there anything else you want to shout out before we wrap up here? Uh, shout outs to Tears Zoo. He's been a supporter since the basically the beginning. Um, and he's my he's my bestest bud and he's got great hair. Um, <laughs> I met him at Frostbite. <laughs> there we um, go. Hey, that counts. Hey, you don't have to be someone's oh. best friend to appreciate their great hair. It's true, but I'm just adding it as icing on the cake. Stay tuned for, you know, uh, a little bit of an offshoot content, but we're but season three will be coming back stronger and better than ever. Um, I never want to make content that is worse than the last one I put out, right? So I'm always trying to outdo myself. And unfortunately, that leads to long cycle time. So just stay patient, guys, and uh, join the Discord if uh if you want to stay up to date on where i am on each upload and then i'll, I'll have subscribe I can, I can put that discord link in the like show notes so okay yeah uh, just uh just uh th for all of the people that have supported us uh thank you i never thought i'd you know have a job like this right um and uh it's been really fun smash is amazing uh don't let anyone tell you it isn't they're just being a sourpuss 
thank y'all for listening. If you want to support me or support the podcast, you can find me on Twitter at TH3Composer. Uh, Wood, where can they find you? You can find me. My personal Twitter, which has basically become my business Twitter at this point, uh, is at the Woodmaster. That is at capital T-H-E-W, lowercase O-O-D-M-A-S-T-A. You can also follow at Pushblock Gaming. Um on Twitter, uh, Jeff and Cy post a lot on that. Uh, it has a, an Instagram that uh, will keep you up to date on the uploads. Uh, if Jeff remembers to do that, you can join the Discord, which will be linked in the show notes, as I was just told. Um, uh, you can find us just by typing in Pushblock Gaming on YouTube. Um, Pushblock one word, gaming another. It doesn't really matter, though. Um, you'll find us pretty easily. Um and i think that's oh and uh patreon too we have a patreon uh which like i said we'll either put your name at the end of the video uh or i can give you one-on-one coaching or i can uh your vote will count more for whatever i do next and also i think there there at one point there was like a 100 hundred dollar option to just you pick it and i'll do it like <laughs> <laughs> i'll do i'll do a video on freaking uh, Louis, some somebody get that Luigi video stat. I'll I take, will do I'll a video on Luigi if you give me a hundred dollars. One hundred dollars, and I'll tell you all about down throw. Thank you for listening. I uh, appreciate your time. I will hopefully talk to you again next week. Peace out, y'all.